You're listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast, discussing all aspects of precision and long-range rifle shooting. This episode is brought to you by Impact Dynamics, advanced training for the precision shooter. And now, over to your hosts. Hello and welcome to the Precision Shooting Podcast. My name is Rusty and this is the final episode of the uh, interviews from SHOT Show. Now, um, I have to explain something here. This first little section was a bit of a wrap-up we did on Facebook Live from day two. Now, we had all the microphones and everything out ready to go record. Well, what we thought was recording for the podcast, but it didn't quite go to plan. Someone, and I'm not naming names, but it was me, uh, did not press record on the audio device. So... What we've done is lift the audio off the Facebook Live video. Um, not the greatest audio there is, but hopefully you still get the uh, the picture of a uh, bit of wrap-up we did quickly, and then we'll get stuck into the interviews uh, for the last day at shot. And we're live. We're back. We're and live. we're back in right. Circus Circus Hotel <laughs> in downtown Las Vegas. I think uh, you've definitely got a face radio, mate. You're doing this well. Thank you very much, Rusty. That's all right. Thank you very much. I'd like to give the compliments where they're due. Thank you. Um, day two. Day two. Gentlemen. Day two so slash three. Day, well, day three for the shot, day two for us. Correct. And get rid of these. Yeah. Sounding good. Yeah. Very good. So, um, those guys who are listening, we're also broadcasting on <coughs> Facebook Live again. Um, how are your thoughts after day, our day two? Mark, do you want to take away this Yeah, one? go for it, Mark. Get it, Mark. Oh, jeez. Get at it. Get that microphone. Yeah, Yeah, look, I, um... Look, I guess after sort of getting over the whole shock of day one of just <laughs> how big the joint is. Yeah. Um, look, day two was um yeah I really enjoyed seeing um a lot of the um kind of mind blanking a lot of the chassis. We looked at a few chassis oh, today. Just, yeah. Um and look some um some certainly impressed. Yeah, yeah a lot. absolutely. We um no, there's nothing there, Greg. It's all right. Okay. Um, just checking. Just checking. Um. That MDT chassis, yep. the EWS, winning. That is winning. Sensational. Yeah. That is really, really impressive. We just saw a price from Cleavers that they're going to start from eight ninety five. Yeah. And Greg asked me a couple of times to make sure that price was yeah, right. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, fair call, right? <laughs> yeah. We're just like double checking because that's. I mean, that's a lot of chassis. Yeah. For not a lot of money. Yeah. Um, as I said, I fingered. We fingered a few chassis today, and that stood out. Yeah, that definitely stood out. I mean, that was. By far. Oh, well, I mean, actually, the the KRG at the end, I didn't mind the KRG, but we're not. That was nice. But yeah. we're not talking same dollars. Um, no. We're not talking close to the same dollars. No, different different kettle. Yeah, so it's a totally different, different, different kettle of fish. Is that, um, is that the same? Kettle is, fish? Yeah, kettle of fish. Okay. Hello, Trent Daft. Uh, so, yes, yes. So, Trent, yes. Um, yeah, Trent wanted us to check out that. Honestly, area. honestly, Trent, we're going to give you the heads up right now, fella. Yeah. That, Grab it. That, that chassis is the goods. Book it in. Uh, I, I would be booking it in. Um, if I was going to switch to chassis from stocks, that's where I'd move to. That's 100%. A good one. Yep, yeah, 100%. What else did you guys see that you uh, liked? That we liked? Um, Throw you under the, under the bus yeah, again, Yeah, yeah, jeez. Yeah. I've kind of. Do you want me? Okay. Well, look. One of the things I was really impressed. Don't, don't steal it. Greg's gone. Greg, go, Greg. Steal it. Just take it. You're gonna. You, you. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. I don't know. I'm just trying to work out if we're gonna say the same thing. See. Just go three, two, one. Launch it. <laughs> the twenty-four hundred. The twenty-four hundred. It's just like it blew me away. Um, but 
in saying that, I really did want to see that, the 24, and I think it's great, the integration yes, so with ABM. To, to clarify, this is the Seek 2400, 2400 ABS, ABS, which is the uh, 2400 rangefinder built in uh, applied ballistic yep, solar. solar. Okay. And, and it's also paired with the uh, weather meter, which I actually already used one of those anyway, is the weather, the weather meter. meter. Yeah. yeah, I used the Bluetooth version. That was impressive. Very impressive. Um, yeah, Mark, Mark needs to take a notepad with him around so he can collect his thoughts. Okay, all uh, right. Hey, hey just... Mitch, uh, Mitch just uh, joined. G'day, hey, Mitch. G'day, we're, Mitch. Uh, we're catching up with Mitch for dinner in <laughs> Mitch, shortly. Mitch, we'll see you in about uh, an hour, mate. Yeah, yep. sounds good if, if we finish this. But, um, but no, no, so but go back to that. So the 2400, yeah, 2400. Uh, ABS, yeah. it, uh, I was, like, it was a very impressive unit. I will say, yeah. I will say, uh, after even talking to the guys there, uh, Peter, was it Peter? Yeah, yeah Peter. Peter. Um, the twenty-two hundred, which obviously doesn't have the solver in it, yep. was probably a better option if you're already using a ballistic calculator. Yeah, totally. Okay, so if you've got your wind meter sorted, you've got your ballistic calculator. Yep. It, it actually ranges a little bit further um, yeah. due to a tighter beam uh, divergence. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but still impressive. They're very impressive. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to probably come back with some cash uh, with some uh, uh, sigs. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, very good. We um we also went to Nosler, as you can tell. Yep. We went to Nosler and up. talked uh, talked to Zach about the RDFs, and they were really uh, really friendly um, yep. as well. I had a good chat with them about them. Um, Some and, guys that looked like they just stepped off Wall Street. Oh, they were the best looking bikes there. They oh, were, that's it. The only the first guy they interviewed with us with a suit and tie. Yeah. Although we ended up getting KRG boys and they are in suits and ties yep. as well. Drinking beer, which was good. <laughs> that was that was good. No, yeah. They were, they were good lads as well. Um, enjoyed Great. that. We caught up with um, John McQuay from eighty five forty one Tactical, although yep. I made him say it because yep. it sounds better in his accent. Yep. Um, and he was a really interesting bloke. Really friendly. Couldn't couldn't give us more time. He was he was really easy to deal with, which is really nice. Yep. Which seems to be a constant at this show. Yeah, it does. Yeah, um, the I think the only person, uh, and I didn't even experience that. The only people that weren't well received were that uh, the the other target system that you went and looked at. Oh yeah, there's another thing, and, and they were just oh, no, they were fine. They were, they were fine, friendly, just, just not not as. There was two target systems, and one of them was just yeah, sensation, which we yep. had an interview with as well. So yep. uh, we did Kestrel first up this morning, yep. and that was good. And we got some official Kestrel <laughs> merchandise. How good is this? That's Kestrel sticker right there. Up there. So official merchandise, not bad. Good stuff. Not bad. And um, some, oh, the other thing we did, we actually hung hung at <laughs> yeah, just read um, what he said. Oh, he's got to catch an Uber, so we'll see him at Pepper Mill. Yeah, don't take your time, Mitch. We're yeah, uh, yeah, no, too easy. Yeah. Do you know it's really annoying? What's really annoying? I've been recording this. Yeah. But anyway, we're recording on there, so we'll uh, we'll get the audio off there. Sorry, did you did you all get that? Um, <laughs> I'm, I've been talking into this orange sausage thing for no reason. You're still talking. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. So we're recording now. Um, <laughs> so get your. I'll be actually recording. Your, your orange sausage thing, um, back on deck, and. So are we going to have to restart this now? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. We'll sort it out. We'll fix it up. You look so look, disappointed. Okay, so we'll, well, I'm going to push that button. Okay? That's going to pause it. Because what we'll do is. Yeah is we'll just finish off our live okay, we'll feed. do the live one we'll get, that. get rid of that because yeah, yeah, we're not yeah. using this alright we'll get rid of that so we're, we're off that technology it's brilliant um, we caught up with the 6.5 guys ah that was good they yep. were good blokes really yep. good blokes so we've actually got an interview with them tomorrow morning 
Yep. Um, first up, so we'll catch up with them and ask them a fair bit about sort of where they came from, how they um, got into everything, yep. uh, which was really good. The guys from uh, Defiance as well, yep. one of their um, sponsored tutors, and yeah. also then... Scott Sutterly. Um, yeah, Scott, and then also one of their, um, their guys, uh, Mike, with the yep. good eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> best um, eyelashes in the business, best, apparently. Best in the yep. business. He's yep. like, you hate to that. Yes, that was really good there. Um, Greg Badco, if you're listening... Um, Watch that interview. Yeah, we'll yeah, leave it at that. Mike's, Mike's got some... Yeah, it's, it's got yeah. some fresh information on, on, on the whole shortage of defiance actions. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, yeah, we're pretty disappointed in you, Badco, because let's face it, you could have left some for us. Really. Well, just just, just uh, watch the interview when it comes out, mate. You'll, you'll love it. Um, <laughs> um, Felipe? Felipe, um, yeah. Yeah, same, man. Felipe inviting us. Uh, Shooting. For, he goes, oh, do you want to shoot some guns? Oh, <laughs> No, yeah. no, yeah. not yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah, no. So yeah, he said in. we've got some rounds left, so we'll go rattle off some rounds in the, in the desert on Saturday. That sounds good. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. And um, is there anything else that we particularly touched on? I mean, we, we talk with so many guys, and, and it's hard to remember all of them. So there was yep. really good. We're just thinking of the ones that, that stood out for a particular reason. No, that's... Uh, we try and, and there was some. Oh, okay. uh, we tried to catch up with Kadex. We tried to catch up with Beretta. Um, we tried to catch up with a couple of other guys, and just they were just flat out. Yeah. Just it was like as the show went on. Once we got sort of hit lunchtime, we're going to go down and see Brian Nitz and Todd at um, Kestrel, and we just were at the wrong end of the show. So yeah. um, tomorrow we hope to be able to catch a bunch of those guys as well. Um, should we touch on the ticker, or should we wait till we get that? Thing yeah, we'll, back we'll up? maybe chat that in the podcast. But we did play with a new ticker. Uh, yeah. We did a, live, a Facebook live on it, showing you some of the features with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we probably saw some other stuff we liked a little bit more than that um, today. Um, but you know, it's interesting to see it. Um, did, did the attorney give you give you that to write down? Because that sounded very diplomatic. It sounded like he that was his wording. I, he that, wrote, we went. We discussed yeah. notes before. Yeah, we yeah. I probably that. would have just put it as really it didn't. Cut, didn't cut it at all in okay. comparison to everything yeah. else. So, so there you go, the attorney just yeah. bang, just straight yeah, up there. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, yeah, uh, we, we tried to catch up with Burger Will. Um, we we couldn't quite get to where we needed to in time. We'll try and catch him again tomorrow. Um, I tried to get around to First Light. Um, twice. Twice. Yeah, it's, it was just busy. It's yeah. just flat out. So um, we dropped into Magpul and worked out they don't sell much that we can have in Australia, although they're stocked. See, fairly comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, sort of cheaper hunting stock, um, volume one. That seemed good. Yep. Um, and, yeah, we did see some cool stuff. So we yep. will, uh, we'll check all the footage out and uh, do what this What was podcast. the spotting scope we went and looked at? Oh. Kestrel were great, Tom. They were really good. Oh, there was a um, uh, Kestrel... What did Kestrel do? Um, that's not Facebook. Okay. Um, Kestrel... Uh, yeah, we saw the new Vectronics. Okay. That's yeah. right, Kestrel. Yeah. That was sensational. Then I couldn't find Vectronics there. They're under a different name and I can't remember what it was, but anyway, we'll yeah. try and find them tomorrow. No, but the, the spotting scope that you uh, went past and looked at, um, Minox? Minox? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That one? Is that, yeah. yeah, that's what that it is. That looks sensational. Yeah, but not, not out for a little while, so I'll have to wait. October. Uh, someone mentioned Labrador. Um, we did speak to Guy at Labrador, yep. and um, he is a top bloke. He's a top bloke. He's uh, saying they should be out in Australia um, April. Um, and the reason that they're, they're not out yet is because he actually wanted to set up a full service centre in Australia. Yep. So if there was something wrong with your Labrador, you could get it 
locally and get it fixed and get it back quickly. Yeah. And he wouldn't he wouldn't bring them here. Wouldn't compromise it until yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So he um, good bloke when they're they're their attitude is that yeah. they, they want to be able to take care of their customers. Yeah. So uh, he was really good. Product looks great. So what do we got now? Um, no, we didn't get any Nico Sterling stickers. Um, I've got heaps of them. Heaps of them. Heaps. They're fire lighters. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, did I say that? No. no we did that. see the Howard though, um, which had a Nico on it, which looked okay. But the Howard looked good. Yeah, which um, uh, had a Luther rear. We didn't yeah. go and look at those Luther's um, stocks. But. So so I'm going to tie back into, actually, see, this is that good. I'm just going to like tie this back into the... Um, You've done well so far. I've done really well so far. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> <You're laughs> um, well, uh, I've forgotten the name of it. So you the MDT. Okay, okay so the difference, um, the, the, the Luther rear cheek piece, yep. we were talking about that. Um, yeah. This is the, the MDT had this... The, the system for the adjusting the length Trent, of pull. Trent, no, it's not worth selling your Kilo 2000 for the 2400. No. Just give me the Kilo 2000 and then you can buy the 2400. Um, That'd be worth it. Mm, Trent, obviously, talk to me. Um, Rusty is going to steer you in the wrong direction, as usual, okay? Um, by the way, New Year's here, Trent went off like a firecracker. It was the best New Year's ever. <laughs> they actually um, said it was the best it, New Year's. They said it's the best New Year's ever. For those years. watching, Trent got told when he was in Vegas for New Year's that it wasn't going to be very good, and so he went to San Francisco and had a terrible night. <laughs> um, someone mentioned US Optics. We uh, we briefly, well, I briefly visited them yesterday. We will try and get there and actually chat to them, but we're not entirely sure. We've got a fairly busy day tomorrow. Mm lined up um, but hopefully we can we did see Tangent Theta today very quickly yes. they looked sensational we talked to no one there but no we didn't we talked to no one there. <laughs> we talked to no one um, tried, uh, and, and we tried to get a, um, <laughs> Trent's not happy with us um, hey, no, hang on Trent I, I'm, I'm looking out for you we're just he's trying you know. to tell you to sell that thing to him I'm saying hold on to it I son I did not say that I said give it to me oh sorry that's even yeah. better that's so. even better yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, I think we're going to about leave it there. We need to go Pull do some up. shopping and do an actual podcast, and we need to... Um, Home grenade. <laughs> and then go out for dinner with Mitch. So, guys, um, hopefully that was a boring wrap-up for everyone. Yeah, it was... Oh, <laughs> and hopefully we, uh, we covered some stuff. So, last day tomorrow, we're going to give it a, a red-hot go to try and get everywhere we've been planning to. What have we been doing... Like, or we've just been sitting down drinking, uh, drinking some coffees. No, not no coffee. Don't drink coffees here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The the standard of coffees here in, in Vegas is is uh, it's mud at best. <laughs> Blend forty three yeah, like top notch. we did see the ticket T three X Tac A one. Go back and see our Facebook live video on it. and yep. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, and apart from that, um, cool. Thanks, guys, for watching. We'll come back to you with a whole stack of information tomorrow as well. And uh, if you have got any requests, please let us know. We'll try and fit them in. Um, but we we have got a busy day. I'm really hoping we get to see surgery rocks tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Good. On the list. On the list. Be All good. right. Have a good night, guys. Stay good. Or day, afternoon, whenever afternoon. it is. G'day guys, Rusty here, and I'm with Matt from Surgeon Rifles. Matt, yep. how are you, Matt? I'm pretty good, how about yourself? Excellent, yeah, very good. Thanks for taking the time of the show to uh, have a chat with us. I know it's been a pretty hectic week, and we're <laughs> on the last day now. Last day in the final stretch here. Yeah, absolutely, almost there. But before we get to that, we want to chat to you about Surgeon Rifles, which I'm sure you're probably pretty happy to do. Yeah, absolutely. So these are the, the rifles here, and, and you're involved in building these ones and working with the company? Yes, absolutely. I run all the social media, do some marketing stuff, uh, help out Craig there, 
and anything that needs to get done, I'm kind of just there to help out. Awesome, man. So what can you tell us about the surgeon office particularly? So when you get a surgeon, you're getting a surgeon action at heart, and then you're getting what you want as a shooter. You're not just getting something that we have XYZ model, and this is what you have and your only option. Every surgeon is going to have their action. Then you can choose the barrels. We normally, uh, over 50% of them are bar lens, but yep. if you want something else, you know, we can Can't make that bad. happen. Yeah, um, and then chambered in whatever mm -hmm. you want, obviously. And then as far as the chassis stock, it's what you prefer as a shooter. Yeah, You're okay. not limited to one option, one thing. The sky's the limit. We have yeah. everything from AI, Jay Allen, and Kadex here. Yeah. Uh, as an example, McMillan. Yeah, so you do quite a, a range through there. Now, tell, you were telling me about the action before, Matt. Can you go through that again? Yeah. So. You have your receiver and you have a, basically a standard sized bolt. Mm -hmm. Some companies do a oversized bolt. Yep. I like to ask people in my class, how many times do you shoot with the bolt back? Uh, that, that'd be none. That'd yeah. be none, exactly. Yeah. This is not gonna affect the accuracy. What matters is that lockup that you're gonna get. Yep. And so what we do is we actually take that bolt and we have it a little bit undersized. So mm -hmm. whether it gets hit with dirt, mud, whatever the case may be, yep. running that bolt back and forth and there being dirt there, it will not, it's less susceptible yeah. to actually having the yeah, firearm yeah. go down. Yeah. yeah. And then something else that we do, we were the first company to have the integrated rail, mm -hmm. scope rail, and recoil lug. Less yeah. moving parts, less variables of stuff to come loose, start going apart. Yeah. Too many times I've seen um, students come in with rifles, and I know they're decent shots, but they're not making their hits. Yeah. And Lo and behold, I'll go to grab the rifle and pick it up by the scope. And it's got rattles. And it's got a nice little rattle there. I've had that happen. Yeah, go to that. So, less moving parts, less variables for something to actually happen to you. So it keeps you in the in the game. Very good. So obviously, surgeons have a fairly good history. Then, if they're sort of on the cutting edge of a few things, how long has the company been around for? Do you know a bit of the history of the company? Uh, we've been around for quite a while. We paid the way for a lot of other companies mm -hmm. and. Um, it follows suit. You're getting such a true action out of us, and that's really what you want is that uh, recoil lug surface, the receiver service to come and be precisely set up, and that's so much of the magic of a surgeon is the way we cut our threads, mm -hmm. and that's where that rigidness is coming in. It's eliminating what people like to call barrel whip, where it's creating such a hard one-piece surface almost. And uh, something that we're doing now is with the extractor, we're going from a Remington style to an M16 extractor, mm -hmm. and the market's kind of driving it there. We like it because it definitely extracts and really ejects that piece of brass. It's getting it way out there, but yep. also with uh, a lot of the higher pressures that a lot of guys are running, mm -hmm. and for example, the PRS matches, sure. yeah. if there is some type of overpressure something, it allows some of the gases to escape. Okay. So it makes it more reliable, so you're not getting a uh, large piece of brass in the chamber, yeah, and then safer. everyone yeah. knows how big a pain that is to actually deal with with a yeah. banging it out or something. Absolutely, particularly out there in the field, it's uh, very challenging. Yes. What, what would you say your most common uh, calibers would be that you're building for people? Well, there's a lot of uh, 308, obviously, mm -hmm. especially for military purposes, but. Yeah. PRS now on the competition side, which is kind of more what I'm familiar with, yeah. there's a lot of 
6.5 Creedmoors, 6.5 by 47s, um, six millimeters. It's always gonna be somewhere in the six millimeter, 6.5 millimeter range. Yeah, cool. Um, and then there's a million different shapes of that brass that you can have. <laughs> uh, yeah, you all know. sorts of range. You do it sort of, it, what I'm sensing is like it's a, it's a custom gun bit of a hybrid to a factory gun. It is not a surgeon's ways. gun. It is your yeah. rifle. It is exactly the way you want it Brilliant. to meet your specs and it shoots straight. Yeah, really. Now you mentioned PRS a couple of times. You shot your first season. Yeah, Just shot gone. my first season. How'd it go? It was a huge learning experience. <laughs> uh, I just jumped in the deep end. I never did any local matches, and I started off with the heat stroke in Oklahoma. Yeah, went right. to the Q Creek up in Wyoming, the extended long range, yeah. and I finished at the Lone Survivor. Those are the three that I was able to yeah. attend this year. And did you enjoy them? Oh, it was a blast. Yeah. I mean, the heat stroke, I had never shot in 30 mile an hour winds coming from South Florida. <laughs> if we have a 30 mile an hour wind, yeah. there's a hurricane you're, coming, you're we're in inside, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. we're not doing anything. Um, yeah. So seeing that and just looking at the flags and everything, it was a, it was an eye-opening experience yeah, to sure. actually trust the mathematics that go into shooting long range and trusting your wind calls because I had never personally gotten to experience that. The uh, Q Creek, I didn't have my long action ready, so yep. I shot it with a short action. So I was able to not fully embarrass myself, kind of hold my own <laughs> a little bit. And yep. the Lone Survivor was just great and a lot of fun. Yeah, um, okay. Very fun stages set up. It was uh, funky positions to get you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, brilliant. Obviously, you're rocking the Surgeon Rifle for those comps. Oh, 110%. Yeah, 110%. Performed as it should. Yes, night. absolutely. I mean, there's nothing that happened except uh, me making errors. <laughs> nothing to blame. So nothing to blame but yeah. myself. Same reason when I'm shooting. It's yeah, just right. me. It's just me. Yeah. yeah. Matt, thank you so much for your time. It's great to see these. I know these are available in Australia um, through SJS Trading. Um, and yeah, what a beautiful gun. There. We've had a look at all of these. And um, just the variation you can get in your stocks and, and the chassis as well. Um, it's it's so nice with that many options available from the, from the factory, so to speak. Right. I mean, it really is a custom gun, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Terrific. Hey. Thanks, Matt. Great to meet Thank you. you for Good luck me. in the uh, PRS this, this year. Thank you. I'm going to need it. I well, uh, hope to see you uh, at the next finale, eh? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Terrific. Thanks, Matt. G'day guys, Rusty here and I'm with Steve from Vortex Optics. How are you, Steve? Doing great, doing great. Good, mate. Last day of the show. Oh, yeah. Looking yeah. forward to the end. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A relaxing time. But before we get to that, you guys have got a bunch of new products that we need to have a little look at. We do. Yeah, we do. Let's, let's um, uh, kick it off. We've got a number of new things coming out this year. Um, one of the big things and the most requested product that we've had for the last five years um, is a range-finding binocular. So this year we've got our 10x42 Furies, yep. 1,600-yard um, range-finding binoculars. Yeah, very nice, mate. Very nice. So they, um, it's based on that series. So how, um, how far are we getting on game with these ones? When we say 1,600 yards, we mean 1,600 yards. So kind of the standard in the industry is everybody takes that big number and divides it by half. Um, we're looking at hopefully 70 to 80 percent on the final production runs of these. So when we're ranging 1,600 yard off reflective, you should be able to get 13, 1,400 off an animal. Oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah. Because the standard is to just halve it for for animal. Yeah. So if you're getting 70 to 80 percent, that's sensational. That's yeah. very good. We're they, excited. Are they weighty? They're heavy? No, yeah. they're not bad. It's uh, they're slightly heavier oh, yeah. than our regular Viper 10 by 42s. Yeah, of course. Yeah, very good. Thank you. And what else have we got going on? So some other. Um, really exciting things for us this year. We came out with our new um, UH-1 or Huey holographic. 
Um, so there's been other holographic sites out on the market. We've fixed a lot of the common problems with those. We've almost doubled battery life on them, um, run off a single CR123, so common batteries. Um, with a really crisp, clear sight picture that we haven't been able to find in holographics up it's, until this point. It's quite large, isn't it? I mean, it looks good. It looks really yeah, good. Yeah, it's. Uh, it looks bigger than it actually is. We're smaller than kind of the the standard that's been out there so far. Okay. But it looks larger because we have a full-length hood that's actually protecting all of the internals. Yeah, it, I mean, it looks solid and chunky and good. It is. It's a it's a solid optic. We've got it being tested right now with a number of different units, and uh, it's a uh, we're. We're pretty proud of it. We think it's going to do really well. What size uh, dot have we got in there? It's a one MOA center dot, and the circle around the outside of the center dot is a 65 MOA circle. That's pretty small for a center dot circle. It you, is. Yeah, that's it excellent. Is. So you're not covering your target up. No, you're not covering anything up at all, and we were able to get that one MOA dot by making the, the reticle and the prism so sharp and clear. Yeah, fantastic. And then so it's got a ring around the outside? Yes, sir. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's a circle with a dot in the middle, and we have a secondary aiming point down at the bottom. And the theory behind it is with a 50-yard zero on your rifle, mm -hmm. um, that seven yards is your impact at, or the bottom aiming point is your impact at seven yards. Very good. It's a very yeah. effective little piece. Yeah, we're uh, we're excited. Terrific. Now the next one that I'm seeing that you're going to grab is probably for our audience the most exciting one. I'll let you explain it, but this is the one that looks and looks really good. So a number of years ago, when we came out with the Viper PST series of scopes, it was the kind of the biggest thing to hit the tactical market for a long time, um, especially with long-range glass. We've taken the Generation One PST and we've improved it um, in a couple of different ways. We've increased the magnification range, so it's a 5x multiplier now. Mm -hmm. We're doing a 1 to 6, a 2 to 10, a 3 to 15, and a 5 to 25. Um, we removed the illumination rheostat off the eyepiece, mm -hmm. and we've actually hit it on the side where our parallax knob is, similar to our Razor series. Um, we also went with larger kind of Razor style elevation and windage turrets, and we put a hard mechanical um, Razor style zero stop in there. So all the upgrades that people were asking for? Pretty much everything they wanted, we listened and yeah. we, we rolled it out in a scope. We upgraded the glass and the coatings as well, so you get a better image. I was just about to ask you about that, obviously. And when, how do these compare price-wise? Because the PSTs were, the original ones were at such a good price range. These are, um, they are a little bit more money, but it's not a lot. Um, pretty much the only reason price went up is cost to make them has gone up since we originally introduced that line. Um, but you're looking at right around an 8 to 10% increase across the full breadth of the, the product line. For, for that many upgrades on it, 8 to 10% is... It's really not bad. Not. You're paying right at 1000 originally, and now you're another $100 over that. Yeah, okay. Can I have a little feel on yes, that one, sir. Steve? Because um, those turrets just look, they, they look so much better. They're, they're much closer to Gen 2. Um, razor? Very similar to the, the Gen 2 Razor turrets, yes. Yeah, there's a, that, that click is much better. Yeah, really good upgrade compared yeah. to the original PST. And they just fit your hand. They do. Well, they fit my hand anyway. They're really easy to run. Yeah, really easy to run. And we do them both mill and MOA. Yeah, in first and second focal planes. So. And uh, reticle options? Uh, yeah, we've got our EBR2C, so that Christmas tree style reticle. And then we're also doing our EBR4, um, which is kind of a a modification of the EBR7 that's found in our Razor AMG. Yeah, very good. And of course, then we've got the full line of everything else. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're still running with all the Razors. We've got all our dots. Um, everything else is still around. We've also come out with a new kind of entry-level tactical scope and the Diamondback Tactical for the kind of that price point option for somebody just getting into long-range shooter. And so that'll sit sort of below where the old PSTs 
That'll sit Frostbox. much below. We're looking at um, stateside around $350 to $400. Wow, okay, so that really puts it in, in there. And, and um, and I've seen that they've got upgraded turrets compared to the previous time. Yes, sir. Um, dialable turrets. We do it in a 3 to 9 and a 4 to 12. Um, so, yeah, it's really geared towards that new shooter who's just getting into the sport that doesn't want to spend a whole lot of money. Sensational. Steve, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And, I appreciate uh, it. Some good products to uh, check out and uh, hopefully get some sleep after the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> Terrific, mate. Thank Cheers. you very much. Appreciate it. G'day guys, Rusty here, and I'm here with Greg from Proof Research. How are you, mate? Hey, doing well, doing Good. well. It's we're last, winding down. Last day of the show, so I know we're, uh, we're sort of just, just standing up. Yes. But it's been a good show for you. It has been a very exciting year. This, this oh, upcoming yeah. year is, is going to be awesome, seeing where we've had all the success in this show. Yeah. There's a lot of new products. You know, we've got some of the Gaskin series stuff, the 22 Nozzler is pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Savage prefit, we have the Ruger prefit. Yeah, it's right. gaining a lot of traction. So we're, uh, we're pretty excited about where this next year is going to go. Brilliant. So for those who are maybe not familiar with your company and your product, let's uh, clarify what you actually make. We'll pick this one up and we can uh, have a little look. So for this, we have a 24-inch 6.5 Creedmoor uh, pre-chambered for the Ruger RPR. Uh, it's got a one and eight twist. We set them up to where all the barrels that we do are single-point cut rifle barrel blanks. Uh, we do everything you know, from 12-foot bar steel, uh, regardless if we're making a gas gun barrel, a bolt gun barrel, uh, from 20 caliber to 50 caliber. But on this particular one, it's uh, like I said, a one and eight, chambered in 6.5, uh, set up for 5.8 24. Yep. Basically, you buy your RPR, yep. take it apart, put it back together, headspace it yourself, and you're yep. ready to rock and roll. And to clarify, for those that aren't familiar with your brand, there's something different about this barrel. It's not a full steel barrel, is it? Correct. This is one of our composite barrels. Uh, a very large portion of our business is carbon fiber wrap. It's a filament winding process. You've got the opportunity, depending on your platform, to drop 30 to 60% of the weight savings. And with that, um, you're up to 64% um, increase in heat dissipation. So it's a lot lighter. Um, it cools off a lot faster. It runs like a champion, you know, depending on, or it doesn't depend on if we're doing steel barrels or composite wrap barrels, yep. they're all treated the same way. Yeah, okay, so you do both? You do, Correct. Yeah, right. Very good. I'm so, going to put that down because that's getting a bit... For the heavy. RPR, yep. we have the 6mm Creedmoor, mm -hmm. 243 Winchester, 6.5 Creedmoor, 260 Remington, and 308. And then on top of that, we've got unchambered uh, prefit blanks to okay. where all the exterior machine work is done. Mm -hmm. But if your gunsmith wants to build a 6XC, yep. you're ready to rock and roll. Cut that chamber, yeah, gotcha. install, and go. The Rugas have been really popular in Australia, as you may know. Um, and they've been really popular here, haven't they, in the States? Absolutely. It's it's a great way to get into you know the Precision Rifle Series yep. or farming or what have you. It's a very, very affordable, very achievable platform that has you know, a multitude of really good caliber offerings. Mm -hmm. now, for this, we've got the six millimeter Creedmoor, yep. 243 Winchester. Those are both set up with one and eight twists. 
Um, the 6.5 Creedmoor in 260, also in 1 and 8, and then the 308 in a 1 and 10. Yeah. And then if you want something outside of that, yeah. we've got blanks in steel and composite that are have all the exterior work done, Yes. Yeah. but the chamber's left free. If you want a, a 6XC or you want you know, a 6.5 Addiction or some other Wildcat, yeah. You're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, brilliant. It's, uh, it's consistently had to change them out nice and easy. They're, you know, once you do it the first time, you're into it for literally 15 minutes. We can do a barrel swap. Yeah, very good. Very good. That makes it nice and easy. Not Absolutely. Having to get and such. No, you headspace at home, similar to a Savage. It's it's pretty awesome. So you touched on the um, the benefits of the carbon fiber um, before. Right. The carbon fiber wrap. Um, wh where is that? come from and Proof's been around for quite a while. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so we we brought quite a few different companies together six years ago. Okay. Yep. Um, we had a gunsmithing company, uh, we had a composite uh, stock company, yep. a carbon fiber barrel company, and we purchased uh, high quality cut rifle barrel blanks from a bunch of different manufacturers, but mm -hmm. we couldn't get enough. Okay. So we ended up purchasing our own uh, cut rifle barrel manufacturer yep. company and then scaled it from there to uh, let us deal with a lot of customers. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. it's And then most recently we ended up buying a high temperature composites company. Um, they, they deal with all of our advanced composite division work, um, which includes, we just recently got a contract for medium caliber um, military application barrels. Those will be, you know, 20, 25, 30 millimeter. Yeah. Big, big stuff. Yeah, wow. Much, much larger than we're going to shoot in competition. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, just allows us to, you know, increase the, the quality and production volume of our composite stocks. Yeah. Um, they're used to dealing with high temperature composites and we're used to making high composites high <laughs> exactly temperature. That, yeah. So it, it was a, a very good... Uh, yeah, very good match. Absolutely. Yeah, terrific. Now, I'm told, Greg, that you're quite a decent shooter, and you've been competing in PRS. Uh, I shoot in PRS and the uh, upcoming you know, PRS Gaskin series, yes. as well as some of the outlaw um, matches that Competition Dynamics puts on, and yep. some of that where it's, it's a run-and-gun match. Yeah, um, that is where, you know, I don't go to the gym as often as I probably should, <laughs> so every ounce counts. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you obviously go more than I do. It's, uh, it really makes things easier when you can get there and still have a, a set of lungs underneath you. Fantastic. So, and, and so how long have you been doing that competition shooting? Uh, three, four years, okay. something like that. And it's uh, gone, keeping seeing increase? And you know, it's one where getting more proficient as I go, but the sport is growing at such a rapid pace that there's such an influx of new shooters, yep. very, very solid shooters, yeah, that right. it is making it much, yes. much more competitive. Yeah. But I hear it's still quite a very friendly and helpful fun Absolutely. atmosphere. You know, I've, I've got a lot of friends at home, but I have even more friends you know, across the United States. Yeah, awesome. And, you know, it sounds like you guys are getting some stuff schooled up we're, in we're Australia. Working on it, mate. So you have, well, you've got friends in Australia now. That, as well. There Let's you go. Let's get you out for a shoot. 
So I'm I'm excited that it's going international at this point. Yeah, because the PRS is, is active in South Africa as well as South Canada. Africa, Canada, now Australia, and possibly New Zealand. Yeah, brilliant. Like you can just pick where you want to go for a vacation, <laughs> shoot a match. <laughs> This sounds uh, like a wonderful thing. It, it should be. And so you said this year's a very exciting one for proof research. Obviously, you've got some, some things in the works. Yes. Um, you know, from our perspective, um, we've got a lot of new stuff coming out with the semi-auto world. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, gas systems specifically set up for the 260, 6.5 Creedmoor, 6mm Creedmoor, and the new 22 Nosler, yeah. stuff like that. Um, in addition to... Um, more and more traction under the, the Savage prefit barrels, yes. the, the Ruger prefit barrels, um, growing into much larger calibers. Um, yeah. it's, 50 it's, caliber, 416 Barrett, 375 Shytac. That's fun. That Greg. stuff is, is getting to be pretty exciting. Right, that's fantastic. Well, it sounds like you've got a busy year ahead of you. You know, it is the last day. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to get yeah, home and yeah. get to work. And get started on it. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Well, good luck hey, with everything you've planned. Good luck for the PRS and the other shoots that you do this year. And uh, let us know when you're coming down to Australia. We'll right definitely on. have you out. Hey, thanks, thanks again. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Take care. And I'm with Nick from Desert Tech. How are you, Nick? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Last day of the show. So I'm imagining you're getting pretty tired. Yeah, a little bit, but it's been a good show. We've had a lot of fun here. Yeah, awesome. So you've got a pretty uh, unique product. Absolutely. Very innovative. Yeah. Different than anything else on the market, um, but very cool features. Very good. So for those who don't know, predominantly it's a bullpup product? Yeah, we are absolutely 100% bullpup. Yeah. Uh, really three things that, that describe Desert Tech mm -hmm. would be accuracy, compactness and convertibility. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, and so you've got a, a range of models? Yeah, so we have uh, three chassis currently mm -hmm. uh, in the bolt action, bullpup style uh, precision rifles. And then we also have a, uh, a new rifle that's that's soon to be on the market yep. that we'll, we'll touch base on Coming in a minute, yeah. yeah, that's pretty exciting. So take us through the one you got in your hand. Yeah, so this is actually the Desert Tech SRS A1 Covert. Mm -hmm. This is a 16-inch 308 wind barrel. Yep. Um, this is the shortest configuration that Desert Tech offers for yeah, their precision well. bullpup rifles. This chassis will accept up to seven different calibers that you can convert between within 60 seconds, <laughs> and we guarantee a return to zero. Oh wow, brilliant. Yeah, within what, what sort of tolerance here? So we offer um, as low as a 308 win all the way up to a 338 Lapua Magnum on this system. Yeah. And uh, we guarantee a half minute of angle accuracy. Yeah, pretty every turn within that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very good. Um, and what's uh, another? What's our other model there? We've so got? yeah, the other models are going to be the SRS A1. Essentially, it's the same chassis with just a longer forearm. Yep. So it'll do uh, 22 inches is the shortest barrel you can do there. Mm -hmm. The other chassis system that we have is this guy right here. It's the HTI. Yep. This will do 375 shy tech up to 50 BMG. Brilliant. So Nick, can you take us through the features of, of running a bullpup chassis? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll kind of walk you through the, the back to front on the features of, of the Desert Tech SRS. Um, we have a, a raised recoil pad right here uh, that's removable just by suppressing a little pin underneath the, the recoil pad. Yep. 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 We have spacers that you can add or take out to adjust your length of pull. Yep. Yep. Whoops. 
Right in front of that is our proprietary monopod. Okay. So this has a yeah. micro adjustment by spinning it, yeah. and then a macro adjustment by pushing down. Everything seems to work so quickly. Yeah, well, it's, it's <laughs> real high speed. Just in front of that is our proprietary magazine. You'll notice that wow. the magazine has shoulder retention built into it, and yeah. that's to protect the round against impact so that it doesn't mess up the uh, the bullet itself. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be a lot of seating depth available there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Moving forward from there, uh, the Desert Tech Trigger, which is also proprietary, it is adjustable between one and three pounds, yeah. has a very crisp, clean pull to it, or clean break. And then, um, other than that, the uh, the fact that it's convertible would be the last piece of, of the puzzle here, and I can go ahead and walk you yeah, guys through how, how one that. of these converts. Got some help here. So, uh, first thing you would want to do is remove the recoil yeah, pad. Grab that. And take the bolt out. Yeah. Once you've done that, we have a, a locking mechanism right here on this side of the rifle. It's a 180 degree turn mm -hmm. to the unlock position. On the other side, we have four barrel retention screws. You would do a half turn on each one of these screws to loosen the barrel. That barrel comes out, the new barrel would go in and that notch seats onto a hardened steel feed ramp in the mm -hmm. six o'clock position of the rifle. Like that. Once that's seated, I would go ahead and lock that barrel in place mm -hmm. and then go back and tighten these retention screws to 80 inch pounds. and then make sure I have the proper bolt and put the recoil pad back on. So we just swapped out calibers from a 308 to one of seven different calibers um, that we offer. So like I said, anywhere from 308 to 338 Lapua Magnum. Very nice, very nice there. Now you said there was another offer coming out sometime Correct. So that would be... Uh, I'll set off to you. This little beauty right here, this is the Desert Tech MDR. Mm -hmm. It's a completely ambidextrous system from your charging handle to your magazine release. Um, you've got an, an AR style magazine release right here. They just push and the magazine comes out or you could do more of a field strip release like that. Um, your bolt release is directly behind that. So as you're putting in a new magazine, you could just reach your thumb up and release the bolt. The ejection is actually a forward eject system. So yeah. okay. as you fire the, the round or the empty casing will come out forward of the rifle and you can actually swap these cov covers to either side so that it will be a predominantly left or right-handed ejection system. Now as you know we've got fairly limited laws for some of the stuff we can get in Australia, but you and we were talking about whether or not we mentioned this one. You guys told me something a little bit more about it though. Yeah, so Desert Tech is, is designing a system that's going to just be a straight pull with no gas system so that it's not going to be a semi-automatic. Yeah, terrific, and so Desert Tech, how long has it been around? Desert Tech's been in business for coming up on 10 years now. Wow. So uh, a small family-owned business that started in Salt Lake City, Utah, or West Valley City, Utah. Yep. And we've grown to the company that we are now and just yeah. continue to grow. Yeah, and, and your rifles are fairly popular in the precision rifle style of shooting? Absolutely, yeah. Very popular for precision rifle shooting. Um, they're very accurate, and the fact that they're so compact and lightweight makes them uh, very advantageous. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Well, thank you very much yeah. for taking the time to chat with us today. Um, I know that these are now going to be available through um, Delta Tactical, uh, which is excellent to have a really good presence in Australia. 
with these rifles. Absolutely. Nick, yeah. thanks for your time. Thank you Enjoy very much for having me. Enjoy the rest of the show and hopefully you get some sleep afterwards. Appreciate it. Cheers. Take care, guys. Cheers. Gunsmith wants to build a 6XC, yep. you're ready to rock and roll. Cut that chamber, gotcha. install and go. The Rugers have been really popular in Australia, as you may know. Um, and they've been really popular here, haven't they, in the States? G'day guys, it's Rusty here and I'm with Tom Manners of yes, Manners sir. Composite Stocks. Yes, How are you, sir? Doing fantastic. Uh, welcome to the uh, Manners booth, the 2017 SHOT Show. Uh, we came out with about four or five new basic products every year. We always try to develop new processes, uh, new products, new top of the line. Uh, one thing that we're really focused on this year, uh, we're big sponsors of PRS. Uh, uh, we came out with a stock specifically designed for the PRS. Uh, about for the last uh, two, three years, one-third of all stocks and chassis ran in the PRS are our Manor stocks. Uh, the rest is broken up between you know, 10, 15 different manufacturers. We wanted to develop a super lightweight, strong stock uh, that was flat for barricades. You can get into uh, tight areas. Comes in two versions, the MCS PRS-1, uh, which has a hook. The MCS PRS-2 that has no hook. And then also we actually teamed up with uh, Masterpiece Arms. Masterpiece Arms is uh, one of the chassis, the well-known chassis in uh, PRS. Uh, one thing on a chassis gun, uh, uh, he developed a, a, a easy, basic, simple, uh, a barricade system that works fantastic. Uh, we actually uh, hooked up with them, uh, developed it, put it in our stocks, so we're gonna offer that for this year. Have a couple new hunting stocks. One thing that's really grown is the carbon fiber barrels. We have a lot of guys ask us if they can take a proof light or a proof medium scenario and get into more of a traditional stock. So what we did, we actually took our popular EH6, turned it into an adjustable cheek version, widened the top, and this will take up to a proof medium scenario. Uh, another stock that we did, uh, the king of the two mile competitions is really getting big. And this yeah. is, will be the third year. Uh, we're actually going to have a team. We're, we're, we're uh, really going to hit it hard. It's fantastic. Uh, I shot it last year. had a fantastic time there. We developed a stock exclusively for that. It's kind of a hybrid version between our F-Class stock and a T4. It's about eight inches longer than a uh, standard stock. 100% uh, carbon fiber, super stiff. It's designed to run up to a 1.8 diameter action and uh, about a 1.6 barrel. Wow, so, sensational. Always trying to come up with new products. Yeah, so. that's a really, uh, really popular one. You find that the, um, the manners are still growing and developing? I tell you, it's, it's uh, uh, every year we grow leaps and bounds. Uh, this year, uh, we had a fantastic year, we, we grew. Uh, growth is good. 2016, we really tried to slow down and get a handle on what we're doing. We totally changed our processes on how we're manufacturing stuff. Uh, all of our stuff is carbon fiber in, in years past. 
uh, we, were only being, we were only able to pull one atmosphere with the processes that we're putting in place and we have put in place. We're pulling four or five atmospheres. Uh, last year, I'd never be able to manufacture this stock uh, and pull the tight corners. So I think our product uh, for 2017 is uh, super strong, super light. We actually have a new process called the Platinum Series. Uh, molded in uh, barrel channel, molded in action area. Uh, exactly within about an ounce uh, to two ounces of our standard elite, but twice as stiff and twice as strong. <laughs> so looking forward to a good year. Fantastic. So. Sounds like you have a very busy cutout for you, Tom. Yes, yes. <laughs> right, a very exciting one. Are you going to be shooting King of Two Mile again? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we got the dates planned, uh, got the guns being built and uh, going to go and have a great time. Yeah, we, Fantastic. We certainly need to talk more about that one day because we don't have anything like that in Australia. We'd love to find out a little uh, bit more about it, how it runs. It's a blast. Yeah. Unknown, unknown distances until you get there and yep. uh, it, it, it's a kick in the pants. And you shoot. go a long way. Yep. Yeah, very good. How'd you go this year? Not year. as good. Not as good as what I planned. We had a brand new, me and my boy went, we had a brand new gun. I think we uh, had bedded it uh, the day before the match. Yep. Got there, we had to do load data. Uh, the gun shot a lot better than me. Yep. But my boy did pretty good. Yeah, but pretty. Uh, uh, at least I got down there and uh, you know gave it a whirl. But we'll, we'll come with the, uh, next year come with a gun that's rang out and uh, ready to go. <laughs> Fantastic. So. Well, wish you the best of luck with the Thank stocks you. for the Thank year, you. and especially for King of, King of Thank you. Good luck Thank with you. it. Thank you very much for your time, Thank sir. You. It's the last day of the event, so I hope uh, you get a good rest tonight. Absolutely. We're ready to uh, <laughs> pack it up and get. That's so. it. And get out making stocks. Absolutely. Terrific. Absolutely. Have a great Thank year, you. Tom. Thank you. you. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast. To continue the discussion, check out our Facebook page. And for more information, head to our website, www.precisionshootingpodcast.com.au. This episode was brought to you by Impact Dynamics, advanced training for the precision shooter.